0: Welcome back to another hilarious episode of the Striped Sweater Podcast, where the best time to listen is all the time. <laughs> I'm one half of your co-hosts, on time percentage, 100%, it's Zach Main, and I'm here with
1: the guy with the driving eyeballs Alexander Beardsley
0: and we're here with SpongeBob SquarePants season 3 episode 20 the last episode of season 3 with we the are, two, yes with the two episodes SpongeBob meets the strangler and pranks a lot aka naked pants correct
1: yes we're here to talk about those in what will be the season 3 finale of our show as well
0: yes we have been uh, building to this moment for one whole season
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes and it's an interesting uh, couple of episodes because they were both uh, very foggy in my memory Uh, originally airing in oct on october 11th of 2004 right made them later on in uh, the grand scheme of my spongebob watching career
0: well in our lives we were in middle school right 12 years old
1: middle school yes
0: yes um so the
1: pressure was on to be a grown-up
0: yeah, you know, no, I'm I kidding. I feel like I uh, watched SpongeBob a lot through it. Although middle school was probably the worst years of my entire life.
1: I think at this point I would have been getting really like way more into wrestling, and like I wasn't really allowed to watch it when I was like young, young.
0: But two thousand four was like shit wrestling, right?
1: Eh, it was okay. It was like
0: ruthless aggression period. Yeah,
1: I mean, it was there was some good stuff in there that was like. Yeah ben, I guess Benoit and Eddie as title holders and That's
0: true I guess it didn't get bad Till what like 2008 I maybe think even 7 I think yeah I think six, around like 6-7 Is oh, when six it starts was to go down 6 was DX coming back Which no matter how it you sucks. spin it I thought it was great Yeah <laughs> You know everybody loved it
1: Of course Everybody <laughs> loved it Even though it sucked
0: Yeah it was weird right Cause I would go through For wrestling You know I used to watch it Every week Religiously And then just at a point in my life, it was like, oh, hey, look, wrestling's on. Or, you know, oh, if it's on, you know, maybe. And then it was, I'm not watching it at all. (laughs) Yeah. And then it's, you know, oh, now I'm just looking up what's on Reddit. And now it's like, I hardly even do that. I just go through weird waves.
1: Totally. It's not something I feel like I could always be devoted to 100%. And I guess that's what it is you know yeah that's how i feel about most things though like women no (laughs) what are you saying
0: nothing oh my gosh um you're just afraid of commitment
1: i'm in the doghouse now yeah (laughs) no i'm just kidding
0: (laughs) oh boy
1: oh shit yes yes indeedy
0: what have you been up to
1: (laughs) uh not a whole lot uh just mainly um <laughs> working and uh riveting seeing oh great seeing baby my baby niece a little bit at home and hanging out with the girlfriend and we just watched a anime oh. on netflix
0: yeah, what was it? Castlevania? No. Was it one of those weird ones?
1: It was a weird one, yeah. yes. What is it called? Um. <laughs> is it a movie or a series? No, it's a series. And um you watched it all? We watched the first season. That's all it's out. It's a Netflix-produced one. Called? It's uh, Beastars. Mm. Yeah, you know about
0: that? <laughs> I feel like I've seen it scrolling. It was like, this kind of looks like a piece of shit. oh really i thought it looked weird
1: well it is weird but it's good um but it's definitely i don't know it's just funny because like my girlfriend was like oh this is that furry anime (laughs) and i was like it looks cool though like i want to see it uh and it is good but i see why people call it a furry anime but you know what if it's a furry anime then i guess i'm a furry
0: all right cool (laughs) i'm (laughs) you really like it huh (laughs)
1: No, I'm just saying it's it was really good. That's all yeah. I'm saying. I'm not actually if a furry. If being a
0: furry was cool, we should consider you Miles Davis. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What the fur is going on? Yes. Um, That's cool, I guess.
1: <laughs> what have um, you been up to?
0: Uh, let's see. I've been playing a lot of Fall Guys. I'm at 15 wins now. Um, I've helped Jordan as well get a couple wins
1: get his first wins
0: we worked together to get one win and then yesterday i won on his account at his house for him
1: <laughs> wow that's special
0: yeah having wins i mean tim the tap man was a streamer and he didn't have a single win and fall in fall guys for like it had to be weeks you know hundreds of games weeks and constantly weeks. streaming like and just losing and the twitter account was trolling him that game's, like, really solid. Um, yeah, I know. De- I
1: would like to get it.
0: The developers are doing great work. Nice. You should get it. I would play it. Uh, they had a thing, too, called the uh, the Fallen One, who was, like, statistically the best Fall Guys player, and they got a certain, like, portal skin before anyone else for free, and uh, it wasn't me.
1: No shit. Yeah. Sorry, bub.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm not the best in the world. Damn. It that, was a streamer. Could you imagine?
1: That's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine?
0: Um, I've also been like watching uh just a lot more, I guess, educational type stuff or like interesting interviews like uh I watched stuff about David Byrne. Do you know him? The uh, lead singer of the Talking Heads. Okay, yeah. He was like a real eccentric dude. You know, like I started watching interviews, and then I stumbled into this Frank Zappa interview, and then I was watching him. You know, talk about uh, them trying to add the the political or the parental advisory. He right. was like talking to the Senate about it. Right. You know, I think it's a very famous thing of him doing, but just stuff like that. And then people on Joe Rogan's podcast talking about the like space and time and universe and yeah. Shit.
1: Wow. Yeah. it's fun. It'd be fun to deep dive
0: sometime, but I've just been watching a lot of that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. That's cool. Frank Zappa interviews are really good. I've watched a lot of them.
0: I watched him uh, a long time ago when he was young Uh, on a talk show showing him how to play the bicycle have you seen that
1: play the bicycle
0: (laughs) yeah he like he does all these different things to make the bicycle music
1: no i didn't know about that
0: yeah and he like shows the guy he looks like he's 20 there but he's already a composer um he's like you know spinning the wheel and like playing the drums on it and shit like that it doesn't sound good at all but you know the whole beginning is him kind of saying how he turned it into a musical instrument and how some of the things work and then the songs just kind of like chaos in a way but it was pretty interesting
1: indeed quite i will have to look that up for sure uh but yeah not much else going on in my life just work normal shit
0: yeah um the reason that we couldn't record last week was Uh, my dog, I did mention it on Facebook, but Gohan has lymphoma and we're treating him with chemo he had some bad side effects when we were supposed to record last week and that was the only time we could record. So we're back. Uh, Gohan, since he was doing poorly that one day, he pretty much got back to normal and was eating right and everything and, uh, he's doing well now. Good. Uh, he's a tough little pup.
1: Good boy, Gohan.
0: Yeah. So that's the update on him, in case anyone was worried. Um, yeah. And, I mean, I guess that's it. Yeah. I don't really have anything else I want to say, right, Meow?
1: Well, in that case, let's get to the sponge talk. Yes. So without further ado, are you ready,
0: Zach? Aye, aye, Alex. Back with SpongeBob meets the Strangler.
1: Yes, this episode was storyboard directed by Paul Tibbet, Kaz, and C.H. Greenblatt. Storyboard artists were Zeus Servas, Chuck Klein, Carson Kugler, and Mike Roth. It was written by Tibbet, Osborne, Greenblatt, and Meriwether Williams. Animation director was Tom Yasumi, and creative director was Derek Drymo.
0: That makes three complete seasons of creative direction from Double D.
1: Double D, perfect attendance award. That's true. 100%. Just like,
0: just like me on this show, and you, uh, we both have 100% uh <laughs> You know, participation And uh, being on time So has Derek Every episode that we've done about Spongebob Derek has been involved Yes Crazy Double D So uh, This episode I remember watching it For, like, when it Probably when it came out, I would say
1: I feel like I do too
0: Oh, so, on, yeah, though. watching it more, you, uh, you yeah. kind of remembered some things?
1: Yeah, yeah, I definitely remembered a lot of it. It was just, I just couldn't think of it, really.
0: Yeah, some of, the, some of these jokes are ones that I've referenced past and kind of forgot what episode it was as well.
1: Yeah, I'll go into it a little bit more, but there's a specific, I don't know, like, I remember all the jokes, but not, the episode, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But I think there's a reason why, and I'll talk about it when we get there.
0: Right. So we uh, we start at the Krusty Krab, and we get the typical uh, employee at the punch out station gag. Yeah. Uh, normally, when you see this, you know SpongeBob has his uh, time card, which is going to be hole punched. Cause that's how things used to be, mm-hmm. um, and some things I think still are like that. You know, some I'm old, sure they are some places. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or at least a digital way of doing it. Yeah. For sure. Uh, but he's, you know, he's ready to put his card in. Normally, when you see this kind of thing, you think, "Oh man, this guy is ready to go home. He's like anxious to clock out the second he can." And we watch. Uh, the time says. Uh, what eight? It's about to eight be eight o'clock. o'clock. So he's been working a long time, right? He's ready to punch out. He's like, Is "Wait it... for it." And then the like for the very last second, it stops, and he's just watching it, and he's like, "Oh, geez. what's?" And then it goes, "Boom!" Puts his card in. It's Turns out be... he's, huh? It's got to be
1: right on on time, right to the second.
0: Turns out. He's actually clocking in for work. He was just so excited to clock in at the right time.
1: Ah, yes. I see where you were going with that. Yeah, for sure.
0: Right, because you're watching it like... I mean, me, not remembering fully the episode, it's obvious that because it's SpongeBob, if you've seen the show, you know that he's, like, excited to work. Right. Um, That's one of his traits. Right. So, it's kind of funny, though, too. Like, I... i I feel like there shouldn't be a penalty for uh clocking in before you're supposed to (laughs) right it just kind of makes the gag though
1: right wouldn't that be funny if it was right it does make the gag you're right because yeah wouldn't it be funny if it was like void because he was off but he was like a second early (laughs) right (laughs) and Krabs
0: is like "Uh, i don't know i don't know
1: bud that's not perfect (laughs) The uh, award said perfect attendance.
0: Yeah, you were early. <laughs> right. Um, So Spongebob jumps in the air in Glee and then we get a, like a, some voice that just says on time percentage 100% and... Uh, it
1: is a weird kind of thing that's happening there because it doesn't like happen throughout the episode or anything. It just happens for this. It, like it's a... Like we're watching a documentary or something, kind of. I don't right. know. Right?
0: No, for sure, because it's like it even spells it out on the screen. But this is like a, actually a setup, as well. You know, to a later thing. It is in a way. I mean, they have a party about it. You know, a
1: party. Oh well, yeah, right. That that's true.
0: Right. Um. So SpongeBob, he's like, yeah. You know, he looks all excited. He's got that classical C.H. Greenblatt. Uh. You know, like puffy cheeks. Oh, classic uh, C-H. Cool look. Classic C-H. Uh, Squidward is checking in. Seconds later, mind you. It shouldn't be a big deal as long as it's in the same minute, right? Right. Um, And he goes, another day, another migraine. Ha, ha, ha. And then- uh,
1: It like freezes in between the word, uh, like on the word migraine. It's like- The second uh, time, uh, right? uh, My, And it's like- if it, fr- it freezes right there and his face is really weird. Too. yeah,
0: it's him gloating ha <laughs> ha my like he's spe- uh explaining his joke as he does uh but yeah, his nose is like mid scrunch right or or no he's just like sweating and looking all shifty.
1: It's just a weird time for them to freeze on him Spongebob's freeze frame made sense but yeah. Squidward's is just random and that's right. funny
0: his on time percentage 12% and that's, then it cuts back and he finishes that's
1: so grand. weird I feel like it, that's terrible
0: for what being on time? That's you a, think you'd get fired? that's a
1: bad percentage yeah also yeah. there's multiple time cards in the slot so we are to Who believe there are more people employed yeah.
0: Maybe Pearl comes in and...
1: Maybe. Wouldn't that be funny if they were like, yeah, no, there's like totally other people who work there. We just cover the days that it's SpongeBob. (laughs) Like, we just follow these characters, so...
0: He's not even the best cook that they have.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That would be funny.
0: Yeah. Uh, But pretty certain that's not it. Yeah. Uh, But what a world that would be. It is a
1: cool time clock, though. It's all nautical.
0: Right. It has a captain's wheel and everything. Um... So I've remembered this part uh, a lot, but I didn't remember that it was this episode, right? Where basically they're just going back and forth, and he's like, isn't it great working at the Krusty Krab, Squidward? Huh, isn't it working here? (laughs) He's like, yeah, great. And then it's just, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. (laughs) Squidward's like, yes. And he goes, Hold that that thought Squidward (laughs) Right so he's like He was really just Looking for an opportunity to talk about Whatever you know It's just like yep hold that thought Uh, You know I gotta go out and (laughs) Clean up the parking lot For uh, litter patrol Early morning litter patrol On time
2: percentage 100% Another day, another migraine. <laughs> my on time percentage, twelve <laughs> percent. Oh, isn't it great working at the Krusty Krab, Squidward? Huh? Isn't it working here? Yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Hold that thought, Squidward. I'm doing the parking lot for early morning litter patrol. May Neptune shine brightly on my harvest.
0: And he even has a cool little hat now. Oh, yeah, weird little hat. It says, litter bugs me. Yeah.
1: Indeed. Like litter bugs? And he's got, right, and he's got, you know, his, like, steak and his uh little bag so he can put the shit in the bag.
0: Yeah, his, like, poking
1: The poking stick, stick. Yeah. They're pretty cool, poking sticks. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Only so the best people get to use them. He's uh, doing litter stuff, and he's like, uh, you know, looks like someone missed the trash, huh, Mr. Candy Rapper? He's making a fun game of it, as he would be known to do. Yeah, and he's talking
0: to the little rapper. <laughs>
1: But yeah, so then he notices more and more rappers all around and it's like, oh man, like what's, what's happening here? Uh, and he's like, they're, they're literally falling like at his feet, like these rappers, like someone's throwing them at him. Um, and he, he's like, uh, you know, exhausted from, from collecting all this litter and and, he, and so fast too. And he's like, "Well, at least it's over." And then there's like one last piece that has a parachute on it. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, and his stick is like already full at this point too. Yeah. But yeah, it just parachutes in, and then he explodes.
1: SpongeBob explodes in anger, and he's like, "Where's all this litter? Litter coming from?" And you can see where it's coming from. It's coming from a man in a car. There's a trail of litter leading up to him. And it's like, what is he doing? Is he eating? Like, is he eating food and just...
0: It looks like he's just balling shit up and throwing it on the That's ground. That's what
1: it looks like, too. So, it is weird, but... Well,
0: uh, I think it makes sense to who the character is. In a way, right? I think this is his way of, like, looking for violence. Um, but we don't know who he is yet, so let's just... Looking to be tattled on? Yeah. So, I mean... You might be able to guess, right? This is the tattletale strangler. So if he's like, you know, giving someone an excuse to tattle just so he can like strangle them, that makes sense in a way. Uh, so SpongeBob tells him, Sir, I'll have you know it's against the law to litter. And he's like, huh, What are you going to do about it? Call the police? And this guy, by the way, <clears throat> he's. Oh, shit. I mean, if we were to, if he were to be. In the real life, he'd probably be like three hundred and fifty pounds of like muscle or something. He looks huge. He's a big guy, yeah. For yeah.
1: for uh, bikini
0: bottom person, he's got the toughest haircut I've ever seen. <laughs>
1: he's got yeah some some funny blue lips and uh, like
0: PyCon. He has like a uh, oh yeah. Mean maybe, uh, maybe not the color, but the lips at least. I get what you're saying. Yeah, and a big unibrow. And, like, a scar on his temple. So,
1: Um, yeah, I wanted to say, like, I think the reason I couldn't remember the episode so much is that, I mean, this isn't, like, a very memorable design to me, the Strangler. Like, it is isn't. it isn't. It's fairly basic, I guess, is what I'm saying because um, i couldn't remember the, anything about the strangler i mean i remember it now but like i couldn't picture it in my head whatsoever before watching this
0: it's a lot like the flats episode right it's basically a story of somebody who's constantly trying to like kill spongebob um, right and, until he doesn't but maybe.
1: spongebob's own silliness ends up right foiling I, the plan. I
0: felt like it was a similar ordeal, right? It is,
1: <clears throat> but I think, like, to that, uh to that, I think, like, Flats is memorable, though, and, like, this guy is not so memorable. He's just, I think he even has kind of a similar voice to Flats. Is it? I can't even think of what The Strangler's voice sounds like right now, but it it is, it's like a... Uh, I'm trying to think who.
0: it's like uh I mean he doesn't sound like flats. He sounds more like uh you know, that like hey Puff Mama, what do we have in the chili?
1: That guy, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh but yeah, I mean, maybe it's just because of the timing. Because to me I don't know, he's pretty uh memorable. Uh but anyways, yeah. with what's going on, uh basically uh He's like, what are you going to do, call the police? And SpongeBob goes, yes. And then all of the police walk I'm up. I'm
1: calling the police. <laughs>
0: Is that a weed? <laughs> um, so they call the cops. They're all sitting there. SpongeBob's looking all like, yeah, you get what you deserve. Um, the cop like puts cuffs. Uh, he cuffs the strangler's arms and his feet and then his thumbs and then his eyes together. His
1: eyeballs, yes. I love that. That's my favorite.
0: Right, and then one cop comes up, puts uh, some cuffs on him. There's a line, yeah. There's a
1: line of cops waiting to put cuffs on different body parts.
0: Yeah, so they just do that. They're putting on different cuffs, and Squidward walks over. How's it going, Lieutenant? Uh, And SpongeBob lets him know that the litter bug, or I guess I should just say it the way he does because it's pretty good. He goes, well, let's just say I hope our little bug there yes play the clip no he says (laughs) well let's just say i hope our litter bug there saved room for his just desserts (laughs) yeah just desserts um (laughs) squidward doesn't give a shit whatever huh and he
1: notices who it was and he's like spongebob don't you know who that is he's like who that's the tattletale strangler. Everyone knows that.
2: How's it going,
3: Lieutenant?
2: Well, let's just say I hope our litterbug there saved room for his just desserts. <laughs> yeah. Just desserts. <laughs> Whatever. Huh? SpongeBob, don't you know who that is? Oh. That's the tattletale strangler.
1: And like at this point the Strangler has like complete like a giant chain around him with a huge, like one ton padlock
0: <laughs> Yeah And then the The cops Cuff his hair together So it looks like He has pigtails Yeah And they're just like Smiling the whole time I thought that's pretty funny
1: Yeah And it's like The Tattletale Strangler He's promised to strangle Anyone who turns him in
0: and Spongebob it- in this episode too I think he's Like I felt like he's starting To be The newer Spongebob Like definitely the more dumb like
1: Spongebob
0: No, I think he's more like the season four Spongebob. Not that he's dumb, but he's like, you know, he's like unaware of stuff. Uh, Just his confidence level as well. It's hard to put into words, I think. But when I see it, it reminds me of later Spongebob than earlier one.
1: Interesting.
0: And, you know, he does morph uh, his personality as he grows. But this, I feel like, is some of the start of that. If it makes sense. Hopefully it does. Sure. Um, but Squidward shows him the Tattletail Strangler flyer and tells him that he's promised to strangle anyone that turns him in. And then the, the Strangler looks over at SpongeBob and Squidward, gives him like a growl, and they, they like shriek and jump back. Uh, SpongeBob goes, he seems kind of angry with us, eh, Squidward? And then he pans over Squidward. Squidward's gone because he does not need to be wrapped up in that.
1: Yeah, right. Um, That's when uh, you see the cops and they're like, you're going to do time, Strangler. Hard time. SpongeBob is like, hi, so he's going to jail, right? And they're like, who? strangler yeah strangler (laughs) yeah that's just what they call him that's his name also like who are you talking about this guy we just arrested or some other person oh you mean squidward (laughs) yeah yeah oh yeah he's going to jail for a long time and like you can see he's he's drawing something the strangler is in the back seat of the cop car drawing something on the back of the headrest and he turns it around and he's done a very detailed drawing of spongebob's face on this square color. head headrest, yeah, and
0: also he can reach the headrest.
3: What kind right. of police vehicle is this? Uh, well,
1: also, yeah, like <clears throat> it. The way he the th- everything he does with his arms to do this would not be possible with handcuffs on. That as well. <laughs> but yeah,
0: um, but yeah, SpongeBob points out, "Hey, that looks like me," and then he he kind of you know he looks like he's crazy and strangling it and pulling it and everything and then it looks like a real beat up Spongebob
1: right like his face changes completely his eyes are all caved in and stuff Um,
0: right and he freaks out so they're
1: like don't worry he's not going to be able to strangle you we got him chained up real good he'll never get away and then they look around they look back behind them and you see just the pile of chains and handcuffs and it's like oh he got away (laughs)
3: <laughs>
0: yep not again
1: <laughs> oh shucks and then they're like well you guys are gonna or spongebob's like you're gonna protect me right and they're like we're not bodyguards kid fuck you
0: yeah and they're <laughs> like yeah give us a call if you see him again tattletale How, yeah you know these little kinda, bitch <laughs> right he's got that's kind of what the cop is saying
1: like it's your own fault if you get strangled now you dumb bitch
0: <laughs> um i forgot to bring this up Uh, earlier in, but it might be a funny time to bring it up now. So yesterday we played Jordan and I played a game called sea of solitude. No. And it's supposed to, it is actually published by EA, but it was made from like an indie studio and the the whole game is supposed to be like a video game embodiment of like, uh, depression and, uh, like mental health problems and things like that. But it's, like, also really weird. It, yeah. At the beginning, it, it, like, warns people who have, like, weak constitutions and, you know, things like that not to play it. Uh, yeah. But it's just weird because there are just, like, certain parts. And this kid, like, the main character is, like, just a black shadowy woman with, like, feathers on her legs and red eyes. Um, it's, you know, it's, like, the bad depiction of a person. Uh, yeah. Of this one girl who's probably normal. But then there's like this little kid voice, and it's it's going through like previous things that interactions that they've had, and she's reflecting on it, you know? Yeah. So the kid's like, I, I don't think I should be living anymore. And uh, she's like, ha ha, ha ha ha. Oh, did you say something? Here, look at this pic- funny picture of a dog that my boyfriend sent me. And then it's like, Damn, this like this kid is being ignored, but it's like it's kind of done in in kind of like a a kind of bad way. I don't want to talk too much shit about it, but it was kind of weird. But basically the problems that the kid had that you that would come up was like all the kids were like you could tell kids were bullying him and they're like, "Hey, look at this little girl." And he's like, "I'm not a girl." <laughs> and they would say stuff about his dad like Your dad's a little wimp, (laughs) you know, and that's kind of like it just reminded me when they're like, you know, they're uh, telling him like, ha, tattletale, like you little pussy. Like that was what the kids were basically saying to this kid was like, your dad's a pussy. You're a girl. Wow. And it was it's it's kind of a weird thing. It's a
1: very weird thing. Long story to bring up.
0: Short story. Much longer. based
1: on that thing.
0: Yeah, well, it's fresh in my mind. It just happened yesterday.
1: Indeed, sure. You little bitch. Yeah, uh it was quite the trip. So, Spongebob decides he needs a bodyguard, so who does he go to for help? The Mr. toughest... Yeah.
0: Yeah, the toughest person that he knows. Obviously, right?
1: Yes. Mr. Krabs at the Krusty Krab. And here here they are um, <laughs> at the Krusty Krab. Krabs' office.
0: Home of the world-famous... Crabby
1: Patty. Patty. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah, Spongebob tells him there's a maniac after him and he needs a bodyguard. And Krabs laughs it off because really, like, what kind of trouble is Spongebob going to get into with, like, a mildly tough nerd or something is what he's thinking. And uh, apparently he was five-time Golden Claws in the Navy, which makes it sound like... Uh, he was like bare knuckle fighting. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, because otherwise it would still be golden glove.
1: <laughs> yeah, you would uh, still wear gloves.
0: Yeah, you know he tells him that uh, he he's like when he sees me moves he'll be running scared. Where is this little bully? Down at the park, the soda shop.
1: The sody shop. That's right. funny.
0: He's like, that's the places SpongeBob hangs out. He's what like, what
3: he
1: does he do- look like, hey boy? Yeah. He's like this would be him, and he shows him the wanted poster, the tattletale strangler, and he like all of his appendages, good good word appendages
0: appendages,
1: appendages go into his body and he's just like just a torso now. No eyes or arms or legs. He's a shell of a man. Or nose, a shell of a man. So yeah, he's like, get out of here, SpongeBob, go away. Take your death cloud
0: with you. So basically, you know, his situation, he has a death cloud over his head just waiting to pour down. Um, Then we get a small little uh, gag to music where it's like, or not a gag, but like a montage of him or a compilation, whatever, of him asking uh, people to be his bodyguard. So you, you just watch him walk up to Larry who's lifting weights on the beach He, like, points back, shows him the strangler thing. Larry flips out and just instantly turns into a real-life lobster dish on a plate. Yeah,
1: he gets so frightened that he cooks himself.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's what happens. And there's, like, uh, what is that shit? Parsley and, like, lemons and stuff on it. Um,
1: Yeah, and in true, like, Spongebob, like, fashion of using, like, outside... Uh, art or drawings like it looks like it's like a picture from like the 70s or something it's like an old looking picture of a lobster right you know what i mean like out of a menu it's not like nice and crisp yeah it's like got vintage vibe to it
0: yeah um of course who's the next toughest person he can think of Just some guy jackhammering the road. Some
1: construction worker we've never seen before.
0: But he is pretty ripped. He's ripped. He's jackhammering. But he's a little
1: bitch compared to the Strangler.
0: Yeah, apparently, because he gets on the jackhammer and jackhammers away.
1: And then we go to Tough Tavern, which this is really fascinating, right? Because it's a location we've never seen before. And it's literally just supposed to be the Salty Spittoon, In like you fact, can tell.
0: Look at the guy who ran out of it. Yeah,
1: it looks like a Salty Spittoon patron.
0: No, uh, this guy right here, he looks like the guy who ate a bowl of nails for breakfast. Yeah, that's he looks what I'm scared. saying. Yeah, he looks like a specific one, right? not just that he belongs, that he actually goes to both no, places. No, he, yeah.
1: Right, and it, they probably changed it to Tough Tavern just because Spongebob is like... Um, you know, each episode has a self-contained story, even though there is, like, sometimes continual references.
0: Yeah, I mean, they go to the bargain mart.
1: Sure, no, it's true. I just mean that... It being called the Salty Spittoon doesn't necessarily... Like, if someone saw this episode before they saw that episode, they wouldn't know that that's, like, where the tough guys hang out. Yeah. But this way, it's like, okay, this is where tough guys hang out. So for it was sure. just, like, they, they thought... I guess they thought the joke would work better if, it, if they made a new place.
0: Yeah, it would have been a funny callback, but it, it makes sense for what they're trying to say. Uh, yeah, it's not...
1: It just it would have personally as a fan whoa look at that guy. I know,
0: he's super weird and naked. Yeah. Um
1: Uh yeah, there's a weird gray fish running out of the Tough Tavern as well. Yeah, uh, one guy's like a greaser too. Right. And uh yeah, everyone in Tough Tavern is also afraid of the Stranglers. So now SpongeBob goes to you know, uh Express his woes at the bus stop.
0: (laughs) That is what he's doing. I mean, he's just leaning on the bus stop. uh, And he's just talking aloud.
1: Right. To himself about how he needs to skip town until he can find a bodyguard. But then that explains why he's at the bus stop, at least. Yeah. Some guy...
0: Some guy overhears him, though.
1: Some guy on the bench reading the paper, he's like, I might be able to help you out.
0: Yeah, not only does he sound exactly like the Strangler, but, you know, he's reading a newspaper, and he looks exactly like the Strangler, uh, except you can't see his face. Um, Right. But
1: But everything you can see is like, oh, that's the Strangler. Yeah,
0: and SpongeBob's (laughs) like, you don't understand, mister. I need protection from the scariest guy in town. Here's his picture, and he, like, holds it up, but to where we can see it. Right. So that way, when he uh, puts the newspaper down to reveal his face, he makes the exact same face, but with different colored lips, too. That's kind of funny. Oh, yeah. The hair's
1: a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And this guy has a big tweedily mustache.
1: Yes. Um, Yeah, and... um It's just funny, too, because the joke is also... I mean, it's for us to see, but also it's like SpongeBob's looking right at both of them and can't see the resemblance. Right. He's like, like, look, here's this picture, and here's you. No resemblance at all.
0: Yeah. It must have the picture on both sides of the paper, huh? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, he just goes, he doesn't look so tough. Um, And SpongeBob tells him the story about how he... Tattled on him, and uh, the guy wants to strangle him using his diabolical hands. And he's like, "Oh, I hope they're not dirty." But then uh, he
1: holds up his hands, and they are like,
0: they're stinky. They're like
1: they're uh, they're like painted too. They're not like they're not uh, digitally drawn. They're like painted. They're like painted with. uh, Well, maybe they're digitally painted. I don't know, but they're that. Distinct SpongeBob painted style.
0: They look like the hands of one of the gangrene gang members yeah, of it, Powerpuff Girls.
1: His fingers look all fucked up and broken too. It's like
0: it's He's probably strangled many tattletales in these right, days. Right. Um so he like goes to strangle SpongeBob, you know, it's clear he's just trying to get his guard down and then kill him but as he goes to do it the bus driver stops at the bus stop and all the fish everyone's
1: like, yeah just like looking like what's happening here and he <laughs> just
0: like puts his hand behind his back and is like <laughs> yeah
1: um, Sp- Spongebob is none the wiser he has no idea his life is in danger
0: yeah he's like oh there's too many witnesses here goes listen kid I could be a bodyguard here's my card and <laughs> so normally his business card just says Tattletale Strangler has a picture of him with his number, which is 555-1220. Uh, what he hands him, though, has the word Tattletale Strangler crossed off. It just says bodyguard, and he kind of drew, like, the same fake mustache.
1: Yes. <laughs> Very good. I don't
0: know why he would need the... The card in the first place, but it, that's what he gives. It him. reminds
1: me of the gag from Benchwarmers. You've yeah, seen warmers yeah? I am, 12. Yeah, and I am twelve. It has money. It, it's just a picture of him, and it says "I am 12 written in crayon. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I remember because he he walks up to the plate, and they play Gasolina. You remember that song?
1: Yeah, I remember that song.
0: It's great. It's just perfect. Um. So, uh the SpongeBob decides that he's going to hire this man who's gonna help him. Uh he's like, I feel safer already. What what do I do next? And the Strangler, he's like, Well, the maniac could be anywhere, wearing a disguise. And in this shot he he has the five cent price tag hanging from the mustache. I haven't seen it before. Right. But it's just to point out how many like how, how
1: obvious the the disguises
0: right and how dumb spongebob is how oblivious um he's like he could be uh that old man and he points to an old man uh which one was he from oh what a fox (laughs) i guess right where he runs into like the pole and is like excuse me ma'am and he shoots uh plankton out of the ketchup yeah right right that's that's what I recognize him from. I do believe you're correct. He could be that old man or that baby. <laughs> and SpongeBob's like, oh, or that pebble or that stick. <laughs> like, no, he really couldn't be those things. Right. Right. And then we get another another hint as to who you know what's going on. He goes, or that receipt for the phony baloney mustache emporium and points to it. And the bodyguards like, huh, uh, that's mine. He even admits it. and like grabs right. it. <laughs>
1: Um right, there's so many like clues that this is the strangler or something is amiss, but SpongeBob doesn't pick up on any of it. I do remember that uh gag especially the phony baloney mustache emporium.
0: Yeah. Um and then we get a great little uh bit of oh bodyguard, my body is in your guarding hands. <laughs> it's kind of like who knew that lifeguarding meant guarding their lives? Yeah, right,
3: right. <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> um, he, he asked them what they should do first, and uh, the bodyguard says, well, I suggest we go to a nice, quiet, secluded location, uh, like behind an old dumpster or a dark alley. And SpongeBob, of course, being helpful, we could go to my house and turn all the lights off, and he like puts his arm around him and everything. It's kind of seductive.
1: Yeah, I get what you're saying because of the lights off, and he's like, "Perfect, that way no one can hear you being strangled." And he like, he's uh, like I mean, uh, protected. Yeah, like he like can't. He has like this like strangling urge that just needs to come out, and it does come out often.
0: Yeah, and then he starts laughing like an evil genius, rubbing his Perfect. fins. Yeah. And then Spongebob as well rubs his hands together. Excellent. Ha, ha, ha. And I'll play it so you can hear how ridiculous it is. the
1: sky gets all, like, purpley and warped looking.
0: Yeah. Spongebob thinks he's in on it. They both also have, like, light coming from the ground, you know, right. to make it extra dramatic. Right. Um. So Spongebob's in on it. They're, like, laughing. But then Spongebob breaks up the laugh, and he's like... Ah, but first I got to do a few errands. And the guy's like, what? Uh, all right, well, let's make it quick. And then he talks with his tongue sticking out. I thought yeah. that was kind of weird, right? He's like, quick is my middle name.
1: It is weird. Yeah, he's very derpy right there. So then we see them at the store. Bargain this, Mart, perhaps?
0: Yeah, this is one of the ga- the gags that I remembered. And I think within the last few years, I used it as like, uh, a response on Twitter to like somebody. I remember like using this to my friend who likes SpongeBob. Yeah. Um, but right, he's shopping for paper towels. One of the paper towels says, "It's the best paper towel around." Or well, the and then yeah, he picks up another one and it's like, but this one says the best paper towel in town, in town, around. In town, around? He's trying to debate, like, wh- what's better? Do I want the best one in town or the best one around?
1: Right, which is better, around right. or
0: in town? Because there's no way they're lying. One of the, They are what right, they say they right. are. Um, and he even asks his bodyguard, to which he says, whatever gets us to your house quicker. You know, he's trying to fuck. And he's yeah. like, nah, I'll just take both. <laughs>
1: yeah, he wants to fuck SpongeBob so bad.
0: Yeah, he wants to take him home. Yes, that's what he says. (laughs) Uh, Then we get a dry cleaning while you wait. It kind of makes you think that this is like in the store. He doesn't have his cart or anything anymore, but what else would they be waiting for? You know,
1: I don't know. Yeah. While you wait. Hmm.
0: Right. It's a a little strange. Um, But this guy, uh, this fish gives him. I guess it's
1: just saying like, you know, you we can dry clean it real fast. Yeah. You can just wait here and it'll be done in a few minutes kind of thing. Yeah,
0: that could be too. It's just an interesting little... You know, it doesn't need to say anything.
1: That's true. It could just say dry cleaning.
0: Yeah. Um, But the guy gives him... You know, it's like uh, SpongeBob's pants and tie on a hanger. And it's in like a plastic bag. And uh, SpongeBob is looking at it. And the guy's like, "Uh, is something wrong? And he goes, I'm not sure if these are my pants. Yeah, Uh, And the guy... the bodyguards like uh because obviously like who else's pants would they be
1: they're obviously his pants right
0: nobody wears clothes like that and he always wears the same clothes
1: yes indeed so spongebob now is spraying perfume
0: of course as he does
1: yes and he's like how about this one bodyguard too overbearing he's like can we just go to your house My dick is so hard
0: Right That's what he said (laughs) I'm gonna get
1: blue balls
0: So then uh, they're like carrying the groceries up to Spongebob's house And uh, Spongebob before he goes in He's just like uh, Well he says here we are Squarepants Manor Which is a cool way of saying it Uh, He's like let me just take this opportunity To say that you're the best bodyguard A fella could (laughs) hope to have it, but he's like, "All right, enough of the sappy talk. Open the door so I can strangle you. I mean, choke you. I mean, crush your windpipe. I mean," and SpongeBob goes, "Protect me? Uh, yeah, <laughs> thanks." And then SpongeBob goes, "Don't mention it, Strangler. I, I mean, bodyguard." <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Right? It's like almost like he he subconsciously he knows. knows it,
1: right? It's subconscious <laughs> knows,
0: but. <laughs> he does not right they're both so forgetful you know it's quite the pair oh boy um
2: you're hired i feel safer already what's next well uh, the maniac could be anywhere wearing a disguise he he could be that old man or that baby or that pebble or that stick or that receipt for the phony baloney mustache emporium Uh, uh, that's mine oh bodyguard my body is in your guarding hands what do we do first uh, I suggest we go to a nice, quiet, secluded location, uh, like behind an old dumpster or a dark alley. We could go to my house and turn off all the lights. Perfect. That way, no one could hear you being strangled. I, I mean, uh, uh, protected. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yes, excellent. <laughs> 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 I gotta do a few errands. Uh, okay, but let's make it quick. Quick is my middle name. Let's see. Paper towels. This one says best paper towel around. This one says best paper towel in town. Mm. In town, around, in town, around. What do you think, Bodyguard? <sighs> Whatever gets us to your house quicker. I'll take both. Here you go, Mr. Squarepants. Hmm... Is there something wrong? I'm not sure if these are my pants. How about this one, Bodyguard? Too overbearing? Can we just go
3: to your house?
2: Here we are, Squarepants Manor. Bodyguard. Let me just take this opportunity to say you're the best bodyguard a fella could hope to have. All right. Enough of the sappy talk. Open the door so I can strangle you. I mean, I, I joke you. I, I mean, I uh, crush you with by God. I mean, protect me. Uh, thanks. Don't mention it, strangler. Oh, I mean, bodyguard. Now, where did I put my key?
0: And then he's SpongeBob's looking around. He's like, oh, where did I put my keys? Um, and he's searching in his pockets. Can't find it. We get a time card for twenty minutes later, still looking through his pants and cannot find it. SpongeBob's milk is gonna start going bad soon. Um but uh he's like, Well, I can't find him. You wanna take a look? And points to his pants, like you wanna rummage through my pants yeah, to uh, find right. my keys. <laughs> 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 of course he doesn't oh, though. Shit. He suggests opening the window. Uh he's like do you think you could hop on my shoulders, kid? Because he just can't quite reach it. Um, so, what is SpongeBob's response to hopping on his shoulders?
1: Sure. With these spiky cleats, anything is possible.
0: And as you can imagine, he's wearing very spiky cleats.
1: Right, like inch-long spikes. Yeah. At least. And, yeah, this he just jumps up there in one jump. And, like, he's like cleats or like spikes what does he say Cle- no he does say cleats yeah and he's like and this was a part that i re- re- like didn't remember until it happened and when it did i was like oh i do remember that and i i've always i always loved this when yeah instead of landing anywhere near his shoulders spongebob stomps his two cleated feet into the strangler's eyes and they like his Like, the shoes go all the way into his eye sockets. Yeah, he's ankle deep. So it's like SpongeBob is just wearing this this man as a pair of shoes now.
0: Yeah, and the guy's running around uh, saying, Get your feet out of my eye sockets. And SpongeBob's, like, trying to pull his legs out. And he has a very famous quote. I'm trying, but my cleats are stuck in your corneas. Yeah. (laughs) The guy's running around, uh, like, freaking out. Um, this animation specifically looks a lot more like Billy and Mandy. Uh, I'm just gonna say it. Whoa! It's a Ch special.
1: Um, I get what you're saying, though.
0: Yeah, the the like running, the animation, just uh, it is. It's a Ch Greenblatt. Uh, but then we get another time card for six hours later. <laughs> He's running around for six hours. It's
1: a long time.
0: Yes, thank you.
1: And this <laughs> the sun is still like out and everything, so what did they start did this start at like ten AM or something? Right. It had to be pretty <laughs> early. Especially with what comes next. Yes. You know?
0: Um so but it, it was well, getting close to night. I right? guess
1: wait. Did this the episode started with them at, at work? At eight AM. Huh.
0: And then there was that. Interesting,
1: this. right. So it was early in the morning. Right. Okay.
0: Makes sense. Um, After six hours, he finally decides to try to pull SpongeBob out of his eyes, and he does, but he's, like, crying and has bloodshot eyes. Uh, Cut to a (laughs) scene where he has two Band-Aids over his pupils. Yes. um, And SpongeBob has his arm around him, consoling him, and he's like, let me just grab the key I keep under the mat. Uh, Strangler, his eyes, like, get so big that the Band-Aids, like, peel off. Or like rip off. Yeah, he gets so mad that his top, the top of his head, opens like a lid, and like volcanic smoke or steam like comes out of it. He's pissed.
1: Yes, very pissed. And uh, SpongeBob unlocks the keys, which he unlocks the keys. Or uh, he unlocks the. He what does he say?
0: Well, he uh, says, <laughs> dang "Yeah." It. The way that he says it is actually really good. Because he he says exactly what's happening.
1: Yeah, he's like, uh, now put the key in the lock, which should activate the tumblers, thus opening the door. (laughs) And it does open. And uh, step inside.
0: And you see the strangler behind him, like, you know, getting ready to strangle him.
1: And he's like, close the
0: door.
1: Like... It really does. I know there is like a sexual thing to this (laughs) that feels very strange in a kid's cartoon.
0: Right. But, uh, you know, the lights are all dark. He's like, well, here we are. And the Strangler's like, yes, I finally have you alone. He's laughing evil. He's got the light under again.
1: SpongeBob agrees. He's like, isn't it great? (laughs) Like, I love being alone with you. Yeah.
0: (laughs) He's like, now you're going to get yours. Tattletale and he you know, he grabs SpongeBob and he's like holding him up in the air. Spongebob still doesn't get it. He starts to lightly shake him. Yeah. But then as he does, the lights come on and there's a bunch of people in SpongeBob's house. And they go, Surprise And there's a, a like banner that comes from the ceiling saying, Congratulations, SpongeBob, one hundred percent on time.
1: Yes. And it's the whole town or a lot of the town all of his friends plus a lot of randos and uh yeah he uh is like oh how'd you guys know and he's like oh it was in this patrick's like it's on the invitations you sent us and um then we just see everybody partying
0: yeah so he like told them to come to his house and like surprise him in the dark you know (laughs) SpongeBob planned this. Oh, he does
1: say "Let's boogie." That's the that was the line, and I remember that specifically too—the "Let's boogie" part of this episode. Yeah, and I think that was in the commercials for it. That seems to be why I remember it.
0: Does that say "Pin the tail on Horace"?
1: It does look the like it horse? says it. That makes sense. Horace, yeah.
0: Um. So then we get a shot of the strangler. Uh, he like walks across the room. And then sits down in the chair, but he's passing crabs dancing, uh Puff dancing, Patrick's doing like a like a white person dance. I mean they all <laughs> dance like white people, let's be honest. Not to say anything S- weird, but a lot of people that I know that are white. Squidwards dance like clowns. Squidward's including got me.
1: Squidward's got the <laughs> lampshade on his head.
0: Uh yeah, he looks like the, the like weird uncle. Yeah. Who like is thinks he's
1: thinks he's like fun and cool but he's like actually just a dumb dumb i get what you're saying
0: you ever notice uh larry's wearing a knee pad a knee pad (laughs) no (laughs) Um, that's kind of weird sandy's there pearls there and then a few background fish um cuts to spongebob saying bye to everybody he does it one at a time it's basically uh trying to make everything long and drawn out as long as possible yeah to show the frustration of the strangler right he's like having to wait through all this we get by mr krabs by plankton by sandy by larry by pearl by mrs puff by squidward by uh the rest and everybody just runs out
1: yeah like 10 people walk out
0: you notice he didn't say bye to somebody specific that he should have Patrick.
1: He said bye to Patrick, didn't
0: he? No. What? Crabs, Plankton, Sandy, Larry, Pearl, Puff, Squidward.
2: Bye, everybody. Thanks for coming. Bye, Mr. Krabs. Bye, Plankton. Bye, Sandy. Bye, Larry. Bye, Pearl. Bye, Mrs.
0: Puff. Bye, Squidward. Bye, the rest. Oh, interesting. Right. Um, but Patrick, Patrick did leave. Oh, he
1: did, yeah. Because,
0: okay. yeah, Spongebob walks back in. The Strangler is asleep. He's like, huh, what, what? So we're alone now? And it's all dark. And as like, soon as
1: the door closes, it, like, gets dark and, like, lit all, like, scary-like. It's yeah, funny.
0: and Spongebob looks like he's about to get strangled. He goes, yeah. just you, me, and the floorboards. <laughs> Maniacal laugh, pink background. Uh, Spongebob laughs, too. You know, he's in on it. They're both laughing knocks on the door open the door it's uh the Crab's, gang again yeah crab squidward and patrick and they all go happy birthday spongebob
1: he goes, how did you guys know today is my birthday we just do what the invitations say.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> love that. Let's boogie
1: some more. And Patrick's they all run like, in.
0: I'm a party monster. I'll go to anything. Yeah, right. He's like, I'll. Do, <laughs> I, we're just doing what it says. You right. throw a party, I'm fucking here. Uh, uh, <laughs> right. Oh, man. And, and then they play the same exact uh, clip of the Strangler walking to the seat with, like, everybody dancing right. like old white people.
1: A bunch of old white people dancing.
0: Yeah. Yeah right boiled
1: goose
3: <laughs> <laughs> boombox is not a toy <laughs>
0: that's some early uh lonely island boombox look it up if you want or don't i can't really tell you boiled what to do boiled goose <laughs> <laughs> so uh, funny yeah
1: Oh, man. Okay. Every
2: day for lunch, they eat boiled good. So I grabbed my boombox and hit the turbo bass. And what happened next was a total disgrace.
3: Everybody started having sex. The music was way too powerful. A bunch of old people fucking like rabbits. It was
0: disgusting
3: to say the least.
0: Oh, boombox can
3: change the world gotta know your limits with a boom box. But this was a, cautionary tale. a, boom box is not a toy.
0: so now it's the two of them again he's like uh no more parties today uh everyone's gone you got everything you need
1: there's nobody else We're here all
0: alone it's like oh yeah <laughs> in that case pink background he picks him up he's gonna strangle him but Patrick is like,
1: great parties, huh?
0: Yeah. He's like, oh, sorry, tubby. You got to go. And he picks him up and he's going to, like, carry him out the back door, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. SpongeBob's like, wait, we can trust him. He's my best friend. He goes, I can't take any chances. For all we know, he could be the strangler. Patrick thinks that is plausible.
1: He's like, I'm the strangler. It's just like when he was uh, the uh, peanut. Band. thrower yeah yeah and he's like i should have known <laughs> it yeah was, it was me, it was all me along. the whole time right
0: yeah. uh but that's what he says i gotta turn myself in patrick uh like runs out of his arms jumps through the door like, yes. thr- through the wall next to the door makes right. a starfish shaped hole in it he's like smaller than his own body but it's funny
1: He's like, man, Patrick's the Strangler. You think you know a guy. And he's like, he's not the Strangler because he's so pissed off. He- he's like, how do you not know who the Strangler is, you dumb, dumb, dumb?
0: And it's not like just like a little cartoony, like kind of angry. He sounds legitimately like he's exploding. And he's screaming so hard that it was like moving SpongeBob's eyelids back.
1: He's like, he's not.
0: right as (laughs) he he, like like, screams he rips off his mustache and he's like shaking as he yells like everything is speaking of which did you have did you know about the earthquake did you feel it no oh there was an earthquake haven't um, heard about it on friday a lot of people around here felt it nice there's uh it was like on the news and everything i was playing soccer though i didn't so i didn't feel it i mean i feel like it's probably more noticeable indoors. Um, i
1: felt one once the one we had a few years ago
0: i've never felt one
1: and yeah like was it was a weird like you felt like the shockwave move through the house and it was like what was that like because i've never had one before it was like that wasn't like a plane shaking the house or you know a bomb uh, yeah it was like that was like (laughs) that was like you felt the shockwave like it was really strange
0: yeah, I wish I would have been able to feel it, but
1: damn, you suck, balls.
0: Well, too much. <laughs> I <don't know>. uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. Um, so I don't yeah, know. it's
1: just what I said. It's just what came out of my mouth. I'm dumb.
0: Yeah, he's like, oh, I am, and he rips the mustache off. And SpongeBob goes, "How'd you do that without shaving cream?" He's like, "Oh, it's fake, you idiot. I bought it at the party store."
1: Did someone say party?
0: And everybody comes back. They're all back. They're just
1: eager to party in this episode. Yeah. The Strangler can't take it, and he darts uh, for the door, but he instead takes the same route as Patrick, although right next to the hole that Patrick left. He leaves a Strangler-sized hole to the outside.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, He runs away, and then it's like the turntables instantly, right? Oh, how the turntables... Uh, he's like running away. I can't take it. And SpongeBob's like, "Wait, bodyguard! I need protection." You know, he's literally following the strangler. Right, right.
1: He's like, "I'm not safe without you."
0: And he get the strangler gets into the taxi and goes, "I'm being chased by a maniac." <laughs> he says, "Put your foot on it." Uh, it, and it's it's just funny because he's like a man who strangles people, and he's calling SpongeBob a maniac.
1: Right. I did think it was kind of weird how he, it changed to like him thinking he's a maniac. It's like he's just annoying you. That's all. Like he's not a maniac, you know.
0: It's like really, uh, yeah. He's just so. He's a cartoon. Like that's why I feel like it is. He's whatever's happening is like only would happen in a cartoon, and he's like has realistic expectations if that makes sense you know he's like i've done everything right but all this crazy shit just keeps happening he's literally losing his mind yeah um for sure the strangler go gets driven to the airport he's on an airplane
1: yes airplanes that was a thing from one of the most recent episodes right here's an airplane
0: again yes um and you see two windows one of them has the strangler's face uh one of them has nothing and he's like oh Finally, away from that guy. But then SpongeBob's in the other window. Good I- or He's not in the open window. It pans over, and he's in the window on the opposite side. He's like, good idea, bodyguard. They'll never find us up here. <laughs> um, He screams, jumps out of the plane.
1: Like, again, just, like, through the wall of the plane.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that plane is fucked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, He's, like, jumping down. Also, we didn't mention it, but his shirt is, like, his shirts, rather, are not big enough. And he always has this little pudge in his, like, belly button yeah, showing.
1: a muffin top.
0: Yeah. Um, But, yeah, he jumps out and uh, he pulls the chute and he's being parachuted down. But it's actually SpongeBob. It's
1: a yellow parachute. Yeah.
0: He's like, good thinking, bodyguard. The sponge, the strangler, could have been on that plane. Uh, and then he cuts the strings, which would probably hurt SpongeBob.
1: With a giant pair of scissors that he just happened to have in his pocket. Yeah,
0: I hope. Hopefully, he wasn't running with them. Right. Um. He falls right. They were just in the over the police station. Falls right into it, into the cell. Into the cell that has his two wanted posters, like the same one on either side, and he's dazed. Yes, but he's like look kid. I'm not your bodyguard and he's crying at this point. I'm the strangler see and he points to the poster SpongeBob finally gets it ah the strangler (laughs) The cops are like yeah nice work you put him behind bars And to him though. He's happy He's like at least I'm safe from that yellow idiot and then we get a shot. This is I think a memorable uh, closing line patrick goes hey mac what are you in for And patrick you know he's locked up because he already confessed to being the strangler so they're in for the same thing
1: yeah classic um oh yeah wow i don't know if i ever got that as a kid that joke the idea oh, really? that he turned himself in. Yeah, I don't think I ever pieced that together.
0: Yeah, that's why he left. <laughs> that makes
1: sense, yeah. That makes it way funnier. I always thought it was just like a random uh oh. thing.
0: Yeah, I've always I've seen this one probably more times than you. Yeah. Um, I don't know been if a it's while. yeah, if you're just like watching it in the background too or something, it's not really uh right. You know, something that you remember like, Oh yeah, that's where Patrick was. Right. But that for is sure. the joke for sure.
1: Well, yeah. So that's uh, that's it for that episode.
0: Yeah. What do you uh think? I thought that it was good. Uh, it's some of it is just like so ridiculous that that's what makes it good, and I think that's what part of season four is about. Like I said, this one's big season four vibes to me. I think this is their transition, uh, to. a a, like a new era of spongebob you know this is kind of like leaving what was uh which isn't anything crazy i mean i don't know if you were to sum up season three it's just more like slyly adult themes like hidden in there uh very like grand uh, ideas of episodes and this one's just more about I guess the interaction I don't know it's really hard to put into words but I did like it I would probably give it uh, mm, I don't know maybe like a nine I think the story's good Uh, I don't think it's like the best it could be but overall I, I really enjoy this one I would show it to somebody as like a good Spongebob episode
1: yeah no it's definitely really good i think it's like i don't know i think the title of it and um the lateness of it make it like a less memorable one for me because it's just like spongebob meets the strangler it doesn't have like a creative name or anything you know right but um it is a good one it was a lot better than i thought it was going to be because i like couldn't remember it hardly at all and i was just thinking like Man, like, what is this episode? It, it's probably not that good if I don't remember it, but it's uh, it's it's quite good. It's a uh, enjoyable one.
0: It is quite.
1: And uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's that. That's my thoughts. Yeah, I would fun uh, time. I would recommend watching it.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing, um, especially paired with the other one. is if you haven't seen it or remember it, I think it's a pretty good double episode uh one that apparently gets a little lost in uh in the shuffle of all these meme worthy uh episodes that they've made memes about this one doesn't really have one uh i do like the in town around gag though
1: yeah in town around yeah um but yeah and speaking of people in town and around we have our patreon and if you are around or in in the town of liking our podcast a lot and wanting to support us you should check it out at patreon.com slash striped sweater here at striped sweater we make a podcast and this podcast requires us to take time out of our busy lives to entertain you folks sometimes it would feel good to receive some monetary compensation for this time we spend. And if you would like to be a part of that, you can today at patreon.com slash sweater. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing with this.
0: Just drag it out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, we have a couple tiers available for you. For $1 a month, you can become an honorary town rookie where you get nothing. Basically, other than our love and admiration.
0: It's not nothing.
1: Yeah, it's not nothing. If it was nothing.
0: nothing, we would just get rid of it. But, you know, it is just a way to say, hey, I appreciate y'all's."
1: Yeah, or you for $3 a month or more, if you choose, you can uh, become a Goofy Goober. And you will receive a personal shout-out on each and every episode of the Striped Sweater Podcast, which is pretty fantastic if I say so myself so without further ado we've got three goofy goobers to shout out today and they are
0: Real Vomit Jordan Lang we have Ghosts Jacob Borth and of course Toast Cassie Jules
1: and that's our Patreon people
0: Don't forget that we do have a Discord channel that is hardly used, but there is a special channel only for Patreon subscribers to talk to us directly.
1: It'll be used a lot more if you, the listener, gets on there right now and starts a conversation. You might even hear from me or Zach.
0: Yeah, if you.
1: Probably Zach.
0: If you, the content creator, actually gets on the Discord as well.
1: (laughs) I looked at it.
0: Good, good. Yeah. I looked Good. at it. You hear that, everyone? He looks at it. He sees.
1: I see. So if you want me to see something, hit it on the Discord. And subscribe to the Patreon. Pay- give us your money.
0: <laughs> and once again, thank you for the people who already uh, choose to support us and have done for some time. Yes,
1: thank you, gang. You yeah, rock. I
0: mean, it's got to be coming up on a year since we've had the patreon right
1: yeah at least i would say
0: yeah we'll have to look and see uh how long it's been because i feel like a year like a, an anniversary would be kind of cool
1: a patreon anniversary
0: yeah you know like a special reward for being a goofy goober for a whole that would year. be cool something special that we could do
1: yes indeed So yeah, stand by Oh, we're gonna do it right now?
0: Sure So, it turns out we've actually already passed the one year mark Of Jordan uh, being a Goofy Goober The longest Goofy Goober in existence Um, He was a patron since June 20th of 2019 So, thanks Jordan Uh, We're definitely gonna do something special Maybe...
1: Something special for you. Maybe a little, uh,
0: you know? Yeah, maybe you'll be on an episode soon. (laughs) Um, And then we also have, uh, for Jacob Borth, uh, November 8th will be his one year. Uh, Very thankful to have you guys in our lives. It means more than...
1: It is thankful. It is thankful, if that makes any sense. (laughs) I said it is thankful. We are thankful. I am thankful. We are the
0: it in this. It is
1: true that we like you a lot. Thanks, guys.
0: And then we go on to Pranks-A-Lot, a.k.a. Naked Pants. (laughs)
1: Aka naked pants, according to Amazon. Um, it might have been marketed as naked, marketed as naked pants. Yeah, something like that. Like I, I seem to remember that in the commercials leading up to this. Same. It's funny how that works. I remember commercials leading up to to this special more than I. Well, not even a special, but this set of episodes. I remember the commercials. Maybe more than I remember the episodes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember the commercials as well. For but these.
1: this one, yeah, I specifically remember this one being brand new and watching it. So, I mean, not like brand new, but like maybe like within that first weekend that it came out. You know, I can't say that I watched it like at original airing, but I definitely watched it when it was new. I remember that. For sure. With this episode more so than The Strangler for some reason. But um, anyway... It was a storyboard directed by Paul Tibbett and Kent Osborne. The storyboard artists were Carson Coogler, Caleb Muir, and William Reese. Written by Paul Tibbett, Kent Osborne, and Meriwether Williams. Animation director was Andrew Overtoom, and creative director. I didn't see what it was. You have to go back. Oh, geez. I'm just kidding. We know who it was. Twas. <laughs> Dirk.
0: Drumond. That's an actual 100% attendance Friend record. Friend
1: of the show, Derek Drymon.
0: Yes, and we are not sure, but his reign may be over sooner than we think.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe. Because I know there that most of the original team leaves after this season, after the movie.
0: So that'll be interesting to see. But so far, he's done every one. Uh, This episode starts at the Palace of Prince, which is, it looks like a giant seashell uh, with a metal, like, door, but there's also a gigantic clown, like, standing on top holding the sign. Uh, It's an interesting little place. I've never seen anything really like that in my life, in real life, but, uh... It is what it
1: is. Yeah, I mean, it's quite a... Like, they must do good business to have such, like, an expensive, like, custom sign like that,
0: you know? Probably from all these suckers.
1: All these suckers who still believe in love.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so uh, Spongebob is showing Patrick the place. It seems like, you know, Spongebob has been here.
1: This is Spongebob's zone. Patrick is is new.
0: Yeah, he's a little... uh, He's a little prankster himself. He goes, "That's where I. This is where I got my gag peanut brittle can."
1: Oh boy, peanut brittle!
0: And every time I hear pe- people say peanut brittle, I always think peanut brittle because I actually like saw this before I really knew what p- peanut brittle was. Whoa. I feel like you're. I special. I don't know why. I just always think of this. Um, Interesting. But he, uh, it's like a can. That has a big peanut on it and it says C brittle. And Patrick's like, Oh boy, C brittle, gimme and he tries to open it. SpongeBob even tells him, Wait, it's a booby trap, remember? He's like, Nice try square pants, but it's not gonna work this time. I'm gonna have some of your delicious C brittle. Reverse psychology, maybe. Nope. He opens it and all these like little plastic tubing come out.
1: Yes. And, um, yeah, the snakes, like the, I think they call those snakes.
0: Yeah, they, like, compress, you, you put them all in there, and then they pop out. Because I've only ever so...
1: seen that in real life, like, once.
0: Yeah, it's been only a couple times for me, I too.
1: remember someone, like, had one, and they brought it in to, like, show and tell or some shit.
0: Yeah, I was a bigger fan of the fake lighters that would shock people. I might have mentioned it on here, but... When I was younger, my parents used to have, like, a lot of parties with family uh, and, like, family friends.
1: Family ragers?
0: Yeah. But, like, it was, like, a constant thing, you know, for a while. Yeah. So, like, everybody smoked cigarettes in the 90s, obviously. Oh, yeah. So, they would all go in the garage for some reason. Probably because they were smoking more. I don't know. I think it was all just cigarettes, though. They were probably smoking more. Oh, I think more. because I remember, like, because it raining and stuff like that. That makes sense. Sure. Um, but I remember I would go up, you know, everybody would be kind of, like, drinking and stuff. And I'd be going up asking people if they needed a light and then have, like, the fake lighter. They probably knew and were just, like...
1: Humoring you?
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it was pretty funny. I don't know. That was my thing. <laughs>
1: Great, great times. One
0: of many, right? Uh, the there good was old like,
1: 90s when well, everyone smoked.
0: <laughs> there was like that. I mean, that is true. Like more, more, pe-
1: more people smoked definitely.
0: Yeah. Definitely, everybody's and parents. And I
1: mean, no offense, because I know people who smoke still, and like friends of mine smoke and stuff. But like, if you're still smoking in like the year 2020, like, what is wrong with you? Like, get it together. Like, well, shit. it's
0: you know, it's actually like a physical thing. No, I know,
1: I get it, I understand. I mean, I I used to smoke. People, I just feel like I'm just like, dude, like that is so like,
0: wh- like we know. Why would you effects. do it?
1: Yeah, like there's no like.
0: You know, in the Frank Zappa interviews, that was one thing he mentioned that he didn't think that uh, cigarettes and tobacco was as harmful as they made it out to be. And he yeah. said, he said that it was like breakfast for him. You know, that that's how he got his nutrients and shit wow. like that.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah, because they asked why if he was still smoking even though he had cancer. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, no, I know he's like a, a big. He was a big time smoker, and it killed him.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's what it does. Yeah. But I also remember like everything that was white in people's houses like being that weird yellow color, you know? That's, yeah. that screams nineties to me for some reason. I get what you're saying. Maybe yeah. because things didn't have the same kind of like protective you know, or they're using different materials people now. But just I think smoked. it's smoked. Yeah. And I mean
1: people smoked in the eighties and the seventies and the sixties, like People just used to smoke a lot more. Yeah, like
0: houses smelled like cigarettes. Some still oh, do. Yeah. But I think for the most part, people just don't want that, even if they smoke. You right,
1: know? right, for sure. It's it, it definitely is a lot. And, I mean, noth- like I said, no offense to anyone listening who smokes or to any of, like I know people who have been on this podcast even probably smoke cigarettes. Of but, course. But there's no, I have no issue with that. I just, I, to me personally, like from a, you know, point of like we're educated on on these things now we know that it's bad and it's bad even to support the company e, like it's bad on every level I mean
0: it's like <laughs> it's like super obese people going to McDonald's every yeah you know it's, it's true
1: like, it's bad
0: like I remember watching some like documentary or something I saw this like really overweight woman and she's like I don't want to stop in here like and then she like does and it's like I literally can't help myself yeah you know like that's how strong addiction is you know it like literally controls people i
1: get it i mean it's true and cigarettes are extremely addictive too. nicotine
0: yeah i think if you could ask anybody like hey would you like would you want to stop smoking cigarettes like right now if you know
1: if it were that simple right yeah
0: i would think some people would, probably, yeah. not definitely not everybody.
1: Probably but. most people, though. You're probably right about if that. If they're like,
0: if you could do that and you like wouldn't crave it, you wouldn't like miss it, would you? Would you quit? I think people would say, yeah, for sure. But, yeah. You know, it's like, what what's the point of life, anyways?
1: Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh.
0: So to go back to something lighter, uh, you know, Patrick opened the back Cina to griddle. the prank shop. Uh, there's the tubing everywhere, and SpongeBob's like, ha, "It gets funnier every time you say it." Because he's, he's like,
1: s- "Where's the Cena brittle?" Right, and he thinks he's like playing along with the joke, like, "Yeah." And this but is
0: Patrick's serious. This is obviously something that's happened more than once with him, right? Um, but SpongeBob just laughs, and uh, he wants to like go inside. He's like, uh, "Let's go inside," and. Cut back to Patrick, who's crying now, and he just goes,
1: "Cena brittle." Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, they are in the prank store. That's a, which is a new location. There's a
0: prankster in the prank store, and
1: yeah, it's like a, it's like a big store. You know, uh, it's like aisles and aisles of pranks, gags, and gross-out toys. And, There's nothing
0: um, like the cheaps sm- the or the smell of cheap plastic novelty items. I can kind of agree with that probably what a sex shop smells like
1: probably With more rubber you would know um but Wait, yeah are so you then...
0: saying that the man who stuck a rubber fist in Maya noose was a homosexual <laughs> 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 noose.
1: was a homosexual <laughs> he's like so like <laughs> yeah oh man
2: are you telling me the man who tried to put a rubber fist in Maya noose was a homosexual
1: uh borat remember uh (laughs) that was a joke on another podcast i listened to where they were like isn't it just the worst when you hear somebody like just be like very nice or something he's like and the one guy's like i think it'd be okay if you came about it like very nice Borat remember (laughs) (laughs) right if you just said it like that yeah right
0: (laughs) very nice how much yeah like remember from Borat the film right right (laughs) well we talked about that too covering that movie like how it would just be bad because we would it would just be like flashbacks of like 2005 or whatever I know When everybody talks like that right right my wife funniest shit I've ever
3: seen
1: Uh, it was funny
0: I found out that that's like a meme. I didn't know about pickle Rick. The meme is I shit you not. He turns himself into a pickle. Funniest shit I've ever seen. Like it's normal. They have one where it like, it looks like Bernie Sanders is saying it, but it's like faked. There's one of uh, Deku from my hero academia, you know, no, nice. he's Midoriya. He's like, he turned himself into a pickle. That must be his quirk. (laughs) Funniest shit I've ever seen! (laughs) America,
2: I shit you not. He turns himself into a pickle. Turn myself into a pickle, Morty! He turns himself into a pickle. That must be his quirk. He's called Pickle Rick. Funniest shit I've ever seen!
1: i pickle Rick! I don't get it. What is funniest shit I've ever seen?
0: Uh, it's basically a meme that it's dumb. like Rick being a pickle is like the funniest. It's like, oh my god, he's a pickle! Like how just simple humor that is, you know? Yeah. And they're like, this is the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. That was like
1: that was. I remember that was. I remember when that episode, p- the Pickle Rick episode came out because I was not watching the show at that time. But social media like exploded like, oh, my God, he's a fucking pickle. This is so funny. Like, I- yeah, and I remember was that was of weird. part of the reason why I was like, fuck this show. This is stupid. Like- well, I liked
0: the show. And then everybody was like. Oh, you know, you would ask someone, you've seen Rick and Morty, and they're like, oh, yeah, Pickle Rick? And it's like, <laughs> no, stop. This is like... Uh, <laughs> they're like, <"I'm> Pickle Rick! <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Oh, like It, it was is. Funny no, first, it's a good it's episode, not like too. It's the, really it's, good. It's not the embodiment of the show or anything. I know.
1: It's so dumb.
0: Um, oh, man. So they're in the store. Uh, they're looking at the aisles, right? They've got Pranks. And there's like some fake poop, even. Uh, oh, yeah. Gags. Gross
1: out toys, as far as the eye can see. Yep. And uh, yeah, he's like, What would it be, Patrick? And then he's, uh, is, or is it everything I said it would be, Patrick? And he's like, uh, Hey, Cena Brittle, he's in another aisle, and you see the snakes explode everywhere. And he's like, Oh, darn it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that's, that's when we board. meet Frank, which is like the eighth fish in the series named Frank.
0: He look, he's wearing the same shirt as Dale from Supermarket Suite.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh um, and a uh An eye patch. An eye patch. He's Oh, Siri is talking
0: to me. Oh. He is a, a prank eye. A prank eye, yes. <laughs> yeah. And he's
1: like Hey, Spongebob, how's my favorite customer, or my number one customer doing? Spongebob is keeping them in business. Exactly. Great, Frank, this is my friend Patrick. He wants to become a prankster too. What?
0: Somehow Spongebob is just able to afford so many things, and he literally spends enough money here to keep the business afloat.
1: Yeah, where does all this money come from? He must be a trust fund kid or something. Or a
3: drug dealer. Or
1: a drug dealer. Spongebob hemp pants.
0: Have you thought of this before?
1: That's a thing. It was like uh, a YouTube cartoon or some shit from like 2006. Gotcha. I think.
0: Um. So yeah, uh, Frank is uh, being introduced to Patrick. Um, he's like, he wants to become a prankster too. Uh, Frank. He's like,
1: pleasure to meet you, Patrick. And he shocks him with his handshake.
0: Yeah, shakes his hand. There's the big buzzer on it. Um, Patrick screams, he's like, That's your first lesson, uh, son. The granddaddy of all pranks, the joy buzzer. And it is, you know, it is old. I've classic. Got, I've gotten people with it before. It's you know, classic. It's almost as classic as my favorite that still to this day somehow gets people. Because nobody expects it when you're, you know, talking to a twenty eight year old man. When you point out that somebody has mustard on their shirt. And they look down, and then you flick their nose, and they feel like a piece of shit. (laughs) That is classic. They feel
1: like a piece of shit.
0: Yeah, like, uh, you know Sean Lawhorn. Yeah. In the wrestling shows, he he thinks he's like the wrestling locker room prankster, because he always taps people on the wrong shoulder, Uh. you know, and it's like, Oh oh Sean. You You, got me Sean You little devil. I remember he like did that and I just looked at him. Like I knew where he was and I looked right at him. And he was, you know, he's nervously trying to, like, laugh, like, ha-ha. And I'm just, like, all serious. And he's like, ah, oh, come on, man. Like, yeah, hey, come it? on, man. And I'm like, you have the audacity to prank me after, you know, you have freaking mustard on your shirt. And he looked down, and I got him, and he, I, I feel like that moment changed his life. He, I don't think he's ever gotten over He's it. never
1: been the same since. The old
0: switcheroo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: oh that's so good.
0: Poor guy. That's when he started looking like Chris Benoit. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <were crazy>. oh <laughs> because my. of that, I think.
1: Holy shit.
0: Oh man. Oh. Uh so yeah, Patrick uh Sweet doesn't show Sean Lawhorn. <laughs> Foghorn Lawhorn. <laughs> <laughs> That should <laughs> be his name. I uh, say, I uh, say, a uh, German suplex. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man, uh, that is such <laughs> inside humor. <laughs>
0: no, yeah, nobody
1: who listens to this will get what we're talking about. Sorry, it wasn't
0: funny, everyone. I say, I say, it, <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. Patrick. <laughs> Patrick uh, is like, I don't get it. He doesn't understand why he was shocked. And Frank's like, you don't have to get it. The prank is for the enjoyment of the prankster. And, I mean, it really is. It's laughter at other people's expense. But sometimes you can have a funny thing. I will say, I this is going to be a little longer just because I have so many pranks. Oh, no boy, like. boy. I used to do a lot of pranks. Oh, Did boy. you, growing Not up? Not a lot. You know, I would like... I, I've ding-dong ditched more houses than... At least, I would say at least a hundred different houses.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, that's more which, than i Which I've is done. kind of a lot, right? Yeah. And
0: I would do things like, I remember I'd put like a cup on top of the door with water, you know, and my mom would like come in, get hit in the head with a cup and <laughs> get water spilled uh, in the bathroom. Or the classic that I did to Angie when I remembered that this was like a thing I used to do. Uh, with clear tape, you tape the uh the sprayer nozzle on the sink in the kitchen so when somebody goes to just turn the water on it sprays them yes
1: classic like
0: that was one where i did it and angie like could not stop laughing just (laughs) at how stupid it was you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's good so sometimes you know it's good for the the prank all right
1: so pranks uh He's like, yeah, pranks. Frank is the prank master. He is, he knows all of the pranks. Let's see what you've got. And he's like, well, I came in just this morning. This have is. some gum.
0: Yeah, this is a classic one as well, right?
1: And it's some exploding gum. Patrick chews some and uh, blows his head clean off.
0: Right. the The obvious thing here, if you know anything about classic gum. pranks, is that they they make fake gum, you know, where you pull it and it shocks you. Yeah, people have used that in school for I, years. I
1: remember seeing one where it was like,
0: or it would snap your hand. Yeah,
1: it had yeah. like a mouse trap mechanism on it.
0: Yeah, and it would snap you. Yeah, on the bottom, so you couldn't see it. Right. Um, I yeah that this this gag gave me trust issues. Yeah, um, fuck so that that's gag. the that's like the joke, right? But he grabs the gum and eats it and it's like oh this isn't what i thought it would be and then it's like oh it explodes people <laughs> you know it's like something that actually fucks people up and patrick only has a big bone sticking out of the big rip in his neck
1: <laughs> yeah one big bone
0: i i like this too uh uh well patrick goes i don't get it <laughs> still doesn't get the joke but uh And it's not really a joke. It's more of like a, hey, you're fucking dead kind of thing. Yeah. Ha (laughs) ha, now you're dead. SpongeBob's like, what can I get for $1? It's like, $1 will get you this fake gag dollar. Fool your friends into thinking you've got a real dollar. (laughs) Like, what a joke that would be. I love that. And you just pay one real dollar for it instead.
1: A whoopee cushion? Nah. Fake vomit? Nah. Real vomit? And there's, like, real vomit, like, on the counter, like... Yeah. That's gotta be the first time we've ever seen vomit in SpongeBob. Like I, had, I think so. You know, vomit that came out of a human or a or a person or a yeah. fish.
0: <laughs> and SpongeBob's like, Oh don't you have anything good? And Frank says, You know, there is one thing I've been saving for a real top of the line prankster. Invisible spray and Patrick goes, But I can see it Great great little joke. Yes. Um And he's like, just think think." of all the
1: pranks we could pull with this baby.
0: Exactly. SpongeBob gives him a bunch of money. uh, And he's like, now be careful, boys. It stains clothes. And they walk off. Did you see that chicken being hung in the back?
1: It was a rubber chicken.
0: Right. But it's being hung. Yeah. Like, I mean, other stuff is, but it's like by the neck. Yeah. Like it's. That's
1: how they committed suicide. Or no, they probably chopped the chicken's head off. Before they hang a chicken,
0: and that's why I'm what? vegan. Yeah. Um, so now they have it. They have the ultimate prank. Uh, what are they going to do with it? SpongeBob has a great idea that will get everybody, you know, pranked. <laughs> they're gonna They're gonna spray a park the bench. Ultimate prank. Yeah, they're gonna spray a park bench, sit on it, and when people walk by, they'll be floating in midair. And they're like, "How are they doing that?" Right. They, uh, SpongeBob's like dreaming of what's happening. And they're all like, they're floating in midair. You know, freaking out about it. And everyone's like cheering. Like, and Patrick
1: oh, yeah. agrees that that is the ultimate prank. So they go on to get started. And Patrick takes off his shorts. And, uh, SpongeBob comes back and gives him a, a questionable look. Like, uh,.
0: Yeah, is there any reason you took your pants off? Did
1: you need to take those off for some reason, or?
0: <laughs> he's like, well, uh, it stains clothes, right? And he's like, ah, that it does, Patrick. That it does. Uh, so he also the spray can, you know, it doesn't have a lid on it. Yeah, um,
1: just the sprayer. Yeah, it's which dangerous. is dangerous.
0: Exactly, especially or if, maybe it's invisible. I was gonna say the top maybe is invisible because it had like sprayed on accident right. or something. Uh, Or they sprayed the top and then couldn't find it again. Uh, So Spongebob gets naked. Now we got two naked boys in a can.
1: And uh, they're going to fight over the can because it's, it's like the precious, you know? It's like a special object that they both want to be in control of.
0: Yeah. And Patrick is like, uh, I think since spraying the bench was my idea, I should get to do it spongebob's like no it was my idea patrick's like yeah but i said it was a good idea and they're like fighting over it um and then they accidentally uh spray their clothes which are like laying on the ground spongebob does yes and they vanish yes they do patrick's like hey it works um next thing you know there's a big bus next to them
1: driven by tom
0: yeah and he's like and on your right if you look you'll see two naked guys fighting over a can of paint and uh everyone laughs yeah and then they drive off
1: now they gotta find their clothes but they can't they're gone and uh even if they could find them they would be invisible
0: yeah so spongebob's trying to look for it with his hand and then patrick sprays his hand and he doesn't have one anymore it's gone and Patrick goes, I gotta hand it to you, SpongeBob. You look kind of funny. Good little joke. Yes. And then uh, he's like, Righty, where are you? No, no one, one messes, messes with, with Righty. Me. Right. That's his jerk off hand. Yeah. Look at that face. He's like so upset. My jerk off hand. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how you like it. Grabs it with his invisible hand, sprays Patrick in the front of his stomach. Somehow it goes all the way through him to the opposite side. Creating a
1: perfect hole through him, yes.
0: Right. You'd think he'd have to spray the backside, too. But it's funny, and he goes, kind of, you know, let's see how you like it. Kind of gives you an empty feeling, huh? Patrick takes the can, sprays, like, SpongeBob's, like, top corner of his head, and his eye goes away with it. And... Patch. I
1: see what you mean. Yes. SpongeBob, SpongeBob sprays uh, his gooch. Sprays his gooch. So now Patrick's gooch is like up near his mouth.
0: He it, he looks kind of like when he was all rubbery. Uh,
1: and no guts, no glory. I remember that line specifically for some reason.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of puns. Several, I enjoyed this. Yeah,
1: you are a pun man.
0: DBB comes in and says... Several, several
1: bad puns later, exactly. And now they're all the can's empty, and the boys are completely invisible.
0: Right. So they're basically just like one at a time, like, "Ha, nipples to meet you, bitch." Yeah. You know, <laughs> until their whole body is uh, covered. <laughs> did Whatever you like?
1: Was. Oh, Patrick, did
0: you just bleach your asshole? <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, it's not there. <laughs> It's gone.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. It's so clean, it's like see-through.
0: Oh.
2: <laughs> okay, Patrick, give me the can. Well, I think since spraying the park bench was my idea, I should get to spray it. Patrick, spraying the park bench is my idea. Yeah, but I said it was a good idea. Give me that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, the invisible spray works! And on your right, if you look, you'll see two naked guys fighting over a can of paint. (laughs) Oh, oh my gosh, Patrick, help me find our clothes. (laughs) I gotta hand it to you, SpongeBob. You look kind of funny. (laughs) Righty, where are you? (laughs) No one messes with Righty. We'll see how you like it. Kind of gives you an empty feeling,
3: huh? Yeah.
2: I see what you mean. <laughs> no guts, no glory. <laughs> Several bad puns later. <laughs>
0: uh, so the the can's empty. SpongeBob, like, shakes it and throws it real far. Um, so this is funny because there's no visuals to it. It's all audio. Uh which is kind of like, it reminds me of Popstar. There's a scene where he's like, stop recording, man. And they like turn the camera off. And then uh, Connor's like talking with whoever. And there's like, oh my God, there's giant bees. And you just like hear, and they have like a flamethrower and shit. And he's like, tell me you got that. He's like, no, we right, you know, you right. told us to turn it off. Right. Uh, Get
2: fucking bee out of here, man. <coughs> From. I think they like my sunscreen. Why are you wearing sunscreen? It's overcast. It can still burn you through the clouds. Everybody knows that.
3: Shit, grab my flamethrower! Here, get, yes. Yes, you get this. Oh my god. We, it's you, John. Yes. You got him.
2: Holy shit. Camera guy, tell me you got that. You told us to stop
3: filming. Oh, fuck
0: so the you know it's very basic they just pan around like a scene to make it look like whoever's invisible is talking but you can't Giant see beads. anything
1: <laughs> tell me you got that yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so patrick's like hey i think i found our pants and then you hear a rip and he's like oops here these are yours <laughs> spongebob's like fuck the pants patrick we gotta wash this fuck paint the pants
1: off. and fuck you Let's wash the shit off. So now they uh, it pans
0: mm. over like they're walking.
1: Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, SpongeBob, do you know what time it is?"
0: Oh, sure, it's. And he looks at his wrist, half past invisible. And G- there's
1: like a weird like musical cue for that. There's like a drum or something.
0: Patrick goes, "Gee, it's getting late." <laughs> uh, they walk up to Nat, the sidefish, if you remember there's like, let's ask this guy, excuse me, sir, uh, do you have the time? It's like, yeah, it's uh, 10 to 3. Uh, he SpongeBob thanks him. He turns around, don't mention it. Uh, and then he's like, worried there's no one there. And Patrick says, don't mention what? It's like, uh, who said that? Me, you know, Patrick. <laughs> it's like he forgets that they're invisible. Nat runs away. His eyeballs jump out of his head and fall to the ground. He's like, ghost his eyeballs like look up and they scream and then they hop into a car and drive away.
1: Yes. And Patrick is like, Hey, I'm no ghost. The nerve of that guy and his driving eyeballs.
0: <laughs> and then, and then it like pans over, you know, like I mentioned, wait a second, Patrick, my brain just hatched an idea. Uh, and he's like, so we're invisible. Right. And it even like goes over just to Patrick saying, yeah, it
1: just pans back and forth to be like, it's him, it's him. Like it's now he's talking, now he's talking. But there's right. nothing there. It's just the background.
0: He's like, if that guy thought we were ghosts, we could haunt everybody in Bikini Bottom. It's the ultimate prank, and they even do, woo, high five, and you just hear the high five. Um, SpongeBob mentions, let's go scare us some suckers. Now that we're in Sandy's house. Uh, you ever wonder why he didn't ask her to be his bodyguard?
1: That is a good good point.
0: She was even at the party, you know, so she was in the last episode. She could
1: have been his bodyguard, totally.
0: Did she even say anything? I don't think she did. No. Right? It's like she's in there, but they didn't have to, uh, you know, have the voice actress. Right. Uh, so Sandy's just chilling in a rocking chair, um, reading a book. She looks out of her window. Because she hears a noise uh, She can't see anything You know it looks pretty normal It's just like the the squirrel wheel Is just kind of spinning mm-hmm. And then uh, She's just like huh And looks back Well that's funny I thought I heard voices Huh
1: uh, Peanut juice
0: Yeah, she's like, I thought I left that glass of peanut juice on the table. It's, like, on the floor. And she points to it, uh, walks (laughs) over to this lamp. And didn't I
1: toss that old lamp out yesterday? It's, like, a gross, like, garbage-covered, smelly lamp.
0: Yeah, it's, like, broken. That's why she did it. But it also has, like, an old can and a banana on it.
1: And since when did I acquire all these portraits of Patrick?
0: Yeah, what a prank. There's even a rug that has, like... His that has Patrick's basic shape and face outlined in it. I know. I love, I love this little Patrick shrine. He's like riding a seahorse in one. Look at that one. It's that's like his hey there, baby, hey, like baby. He's <laughs> picking someone up at the bar. This is like, it's just me, goofy.
1: <laughs> this is my goofy face. Yeah. And then, um, you see the boys behind her, uh, with sheets over them, and they're like, "We're ghosts," and she's like, "Oh, I knew it was you guys." Jokes over. Take off the sheets, and she's
0: so, like, "This ain't." She a pulls damn them rally. off.
1: Yeah, this ain't. This ain't a damn <laughs> rally. And then um, she sees that there's nothing under it. It has ghosts, and she like r- runs into a like uh, little acorn shaped like escape pod
0: that. Yeah, like from Dragon Ball Z,
1: <laughs> yeah, like
0: the same kind of Saiyan space pod, but in Acorn.
1: Sure, and it uh, shoots out and like b- breaks through the tree dome, b- breaches the water, and lands back in this dead center of Texas. Yeah, right, right where she belongs. It's like a
0: map, and even on the map, it has like a water tower, a cowboy hat, the That's, capital. It's an and oil. A it's an oil rig. Oh, Zach, well, come it's, on, it's blue liquid coming out of it it's not blue it's, it's black white, then it's oh. white yeah
1: black outline though
0: um so it like comes back to the tree dome apparently it's not you know fucked up like it should be right because all the water would go in there making it completely useless. yes right
1: it would destroy the tree dome completely
0: yeah but uh you just hear spongebob like boy we really scared her Patrick asks who the next victim would be. And SpongeBob's like, a better question is, who wouldn't it be? And you can see the door open as it pans like they're leaving. Who's the next victim, you ask? This big curvy cutie.
1: The Puff Mama herself. She's about to enjoy a double dark deep sea light diet cake. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: She's watching her figure.
1: Yes And She's excited
0: She talks to it You will soon be mine She's excited to eat it
1: And just then It starts to just be eaten Out of thin air And you see a nice Chocolate covered mouth Burping in Mrs. Puff's face (laughs) And um
0: Right in her face She's like
1: Oh Go
0: Yes Ghosts. patrick uh wipes his mouth with a napkin too and is just completely invisible because she, she like that she like
1: inflates and then deflates like a balloon throughout the whole room that's why she says ghosts for so long
0: <laughs> and she's like completely <laughs> deflated at the end yeah she got super scared Uh, Squidward's painting a picture of himself Uh, The brush paints A real life Like big mustache on Squidward Um,
1: Right So now not only are they ghosts But they can like bend time and space
0: Yes (laughs) Uh, He runs out of his house uh, Like not through the door But through the wall Like everybody did last time
1: That's a nice tie to the last episode Yep.
0: We've got a surfing fish Who's like cowabunga or, no, he doesn't say that, right? He's just surfing, and then there's just a board that says, Cowabunga! Yeah. And he's like, Ghosts! And he uh, screams Apparently, and falls. Apparently, his
1: name's Bill. I was going to say, he's not Sandals or Scooter. Right. But he's Bill, I guess.
0: That he is. This girl's, like, s- squatting, <laughs> and just like,
1: Ghosts! She's, she's dropping it low.
0: Yeah. She's dropping her weapon. There's, like,
1: Fred with his eye bulging out of his head.
0: Ghosts. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Weird old man fish. That's the I love love the young young people people. fish. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Ghosts. And then Sandals goes, toast. And he just holds up a picture of toast. And then then
1: Harold's taking a dump.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and he looks all sick. A painful
1: dump, yeah. He's
0: like, ghosts. (laughs) Cut to uh, this scene is basically... SpongeBob's reading the newspaper that says Town Scared Bikini Times and there's like a dude with eyeballs popping out and Patrick's like reading one that's upside down but he can still read actually it's interesting yes Um, he's like there's only one guy left to scare and we've pranked everybody Uh, and then it shows the inside article that SpongeBob's looking at and it says crabs last to be haunted says I ain't afraid of no ghost which is a similar, or uh, like a famous line, right?
1: Yes. From you, and the rest of the text is all just like... Ghostbusters. Mostly like gibberish, it looks like.
0: Right. It's it's really just like nonsense. Um, but Patrick's reading it upside down, and it shows the version that he's reading. But he still says, it says he isn't scared of ghosts, so he, he can read it.
1: Yes. He's not as scared of no ghosts. So we cut to the crusty crab. Krabs is prepared. He's got blinds up and he's just waiting for these ghosts to haunt him. And uh he's like, Ghosts, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Every sailor knows a ghost won't come near a fella as long as he is wearing a spotted neckerchief.
0: Yeah, and it's just like has a
1: dried up sea leprechaun.
0: Yeah, so he has like a blue polka dotted, blue and white neckerchief. His uh dried up sea leprechaun looks like an actual like leprechaun you know it has like a a walking stick and uh a buckle hat like a green one with a clover Mm -hmm. and uh it looks like he's just turned into dust though yes uh and it's in a bottle that he's wearing and of course you know a bit of gold never hurt he's got a chain that says foxy and gold lettering like cursive
1: and his white chest hair is bursting out of his
0: collar it's all curly it's like joe biden's legs
3: oh boy
0: you know where he's like i used to like the let the kids rub my legs in the pool oh boy uh he he said that before but then then he's like but to be on the safe side i'm also wearing me pants and a melvin knot like he's basically wedging himself himself a wedgie yeah like wearing a thong now yes um got me shivering timber brace so he can't like shake his legs because his legs are like handcuffed together yes essentially um and he's wrapped up in a suit of anti-ghost armor and he's got
1: the hairs on his neck taped down
0: yep Uh, so they
1: can't stand up so you can't get scared that's how that works
0: exactly Um, The armor he's wearing is like he's just in a barrel with chains and he also has like this contraption on his head that has like lanterns on the side. But of course, if none of that works, he has his secret weapon, the Spectre Deflector. And uh, it's a paddle ball (laughs) with a string, you know. He's like, just try to get me a ghost. Bring it on. Just then, the lights go black.
1: Yes, and he is already like a little bit spooked. You can tell the doors open and they're like, crabs, we've come to haunt you. They're like knocking shit over and picking stuff up.
0: Yeah, and like walking He's like, it stay toward back.
1: him. I'm well armed. I- I'm warning you. And they're like walking all around him. and
0: um, He's paddle balling at
1: them. Right. And then one of them grabs the ball. And it's like elongated, like stuck in midair, and you just see a pair of scissors come and cut it.
0: Yeah. Just a big old pair of scissors. That's the second time somebody's cut a string with scissors. I know. Well, the first
1: time it was SpongeBob. But still, scissors cutting things.
0: Yeah. That's the key. Yes. Uh, so then it, Krabs has nothing now. And basically, it just. Well, goes they do
1: the, the gimmick where it's like real quiet and then they go boo. And then and all of his shit flies off because he gets so scared.
0: Yeah, and his like tongue sticking out, he's crazed. That's
1: a good, yeah, that's a good drawing of crabs there for sure.
0: Right. So he's running away. Uh, he tries to get out the door, but he just runs into it. And they're like, "You can't escape, crabs. We've glued the door shut." And you can see that it's glued shut. Um, they've thought of everything. He tries
1: to jump out the, jump through the window, but they've been replaced by rubber.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know how they got managed to do that. Yeah,
1: that's pretty out there. <laughs>
0: like he wasn't watching and they replaced all the they glass. They
1: had like a team come in to take
0: the old glass out and put yeah. rubber windows in. So, of course, there's only one other way to get out of here. As we watch crabs run into the bathroom and jump in the toilet. Yes. Wait, don't fall again.
1: I almost did. But there you is a... Uh, yeah, it's he been can't clogged fit. up
0: yeah with like toilet paper they just stuffed it so that he couldn't escape through there um crabs is in the corner and he's like basically begging for his life uh and there's it,
1: like lockers in the bathroom yeah what's that about
0: i don't know break room is the stuff. same as the locker room changing room you know i guess they put on their uniform sure <laughs> the hat um <laughs> uh Yeah, so he's like begging for his life, but we hear the boys talking to each other even though they're invisible. He's like, we got him good, SpongeBob. Yeah, they're like, pay. Wait, Patrick, I've got one more idea, right? They had him good. They could have just left. But SpongeBob wanted to take it one step further, very personal. They tell Krabs he has to pay. And he's like, no, spirits, please pay. And then you see a dollar floating in the air. Krabs is screaming, uh, pay, and then... Spongebob lights a match and holds it to the dollar. He's going to burn a dollar, which is apparently Krabs's dollar.
1: Yeah, don't burn me, dollar. And um, so in order to stop this heinous act from happening, Krabs throws a bucket of water on the dollar, thus dousing the boys in water, thus cleaning the paint, the invisible paint off of them.
0: Exactly, and Krabs turns into like... Uh, like revengeful reve- like You know Pop,
1: This is Papa Krabs we're dealing with Yeah
0: now. he's like well 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 If it isn't Spongebob and Patrick And Spongebob like wa- Waves his arm like the woo And is like I know not these names of which you speak And Patrick looks down he's like uh, Spongebob uh, we're visible again And then they uh, They like scream and like Cover their dicks Yes And uh, it's kind of like a funny way that they do it, right? Is it here that they? Uh... No, so they just cover it, and then Krabs like picks them up, and as they're trying to run, they're like, "We're sorry, Mister Krabs." Right? They're
1: like trying to. They're doing that like scuttle away. Like there's that little xylophone playing or whatever. like Yeah.
0: He's <laughs> like, so you're the bikini bottom ghosts. And they're like, don't chop us up into little pieces and eat them. <laughs> why would they, why would he do that? <laughs> That's
1: Such a thing.
0: Uh, he's like, come on boys. I'm hip. I pulled my fair share of pranks. Had, had, had some laughs. Yeah. That's what we did tonight. Right. Had a good laugh. Come on. Laugh with me. He's like laughing and they like nervously laugh. He's like, uh, is there any particular reason why you dudes are naked? <laughs> like, yeah, the invisible. Why are your
1: boys' wieners out?
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like, the invisible paint stains clothes, And he's like, of course it does.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you two better hurry home before someone sees you nude. And he's like, yeah, I think I'd die of embarrassment if that happened. Me too. And he's like, now. We wouldn't want that, would we? It's getting late now. You two pranksters better get going. And yeah. like so,
3: SpongeBob, they're like, even. hey,
1: thanks for being such a good sport, Mr. Krabs. Right, I'm don't
3: right mention out. it.
0: Yeah, they go out the door, and they're like, "That Mr. Krabs, always looking out for me. What a guy!"
1: And then a spotlight hits them,
0: and it's like it looks like when they were doing jokes. You know, there's like candlelit right. tables.
1: And Krabs is already up in the crow's nest with the light, uh, like laughing at him.
0: And it's full of people now, the restaurant. Right. So he's he invited people,
1: right. And he's like, The Krusty Krab presents live nude pranksters. Yeah, starring, and they're all like, Woo woo, woo yes. you know. Starring the bikini bottom ghosts.
0: Uh, they're like They're
1: like trying to cover each other but Yeah they, they like show panicking. They,
0: First they like cover themselves Then they cover each other And then they like are using their legs And everything and cover their faces too It's yeah. kind of wild Uh, You know Krabs is laughing Cause it's a joke You know this is like revenge prank Sandy even gives them Like though Sandy whistles with her fingers, yeah, through through her glass helmet, yeah, um, that's something. Yeah, so uh, Mrs. Puff is at the same table too. She's taking pictures. Uh, Squidward's there. He's got his arms up like ha ha ha. He Fuck loves it. Guys. Yeah, there's all the random fish too up there. They love it.
1: Look at those private parts. Look at those sponge testicles. Yeah. They're beautiful. <laughs>
0: uh, and then <laughs> SpongeBob with the closing line, he's just like Patrick. Yeah, we should have bought the whoopee cushion.
1: But um, tss.
0: boom. If they would have, they never would have gotten into all that trouble.
2: That Mr. Krabs always looking out for me. What a guy. Yeah. The Krusty Krab presents live nude pranksters. Starring the Bikini Bottom
3: Ghosts. Patrick!
2: <laughs> we should have bought the Whoopi
0: cushion. And that will do it for uh, Sir or not sir just regular pranks a lot. sir pranks a lot <laughs> yeah sir yeah. makes
1: a lot it's funny the comment on the end of the transcript there says the final episode of classic spongebob it's like pretty crazy to think about like that original run this was that this was the end and yeah. uh yeah that's the end of uh season three of of spongebob that's it it's over We've done season one, season two, and season three now. What uh, what do you have to say about this episode?
0: Um, I like it. It's a it's a fun little side gag, you know.
1: It doesn't. It's weird that you said that because it doesn't feel like like a full episode to me somehow. Right, it's just it,
0: like a side episode yeah it's weird it's uh, definitely not like a grand finale
1: right it's just mm-hmm. like here's a silly little spongebob episode
0: yeah i don't think any of this was like marketed as seasons i think that's just how the dvds came to be and things like that i think they just made episodes is how it right well
1: like. right exactly it wasn't i mean typically when these things happen uh when you like pitch a show or something they'll order an amount of episodes. They'll be like, okay, you're going to make six episodes, and if those do good with test audiences or whatever, you'll make four more or something like like that. Uh, right. A lot of times is how it happens because it costs a lot of money to make a TV show and especially a lot for animation because it's such a specialized like field. Um, so I imagine... Right, when they were making these episodes, they didn't think, like, this is season three of the show, you know, they were just like, okay, this is our third run of episodes that have been ordered, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever, um, and there might be even more than that, you know, um, since I know a lot of these episodes in the seasons, they jump around with date so much, Yeah, it's probably because they were never meant to be, like, organized in that way, Exactly, you know? <laughs> but here
0: we are. Making our own seasons based on their fake ones. Yes. Um, so it might not have been the grand finale that everyone was expecting, but it's still a pretty solid episode. I'd give it like a seven or an eight.
1: Worth watching, definitely. It's 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 a good time. Uh, both these episodes were a good time. And I don't know, I guess just because they were so late in, you know, they came out in 2004, which was like, for me, feel, seems like that might have been near the end of my SpongeBob watching days. Though we were looking at the episode list for season four, and I do remember Karate Island, which is like... Which is
0: like almost Halfway mid. through, yeah. yeah.
1: So I was still occasionally tuning in, but just not obsessively like I once did, I think.
0: Yeah. Um, but uh, our plan is to do season four, right? I yeah,
1: mean, I assume so. I think <clears throat> we may maybe. Might do more fun random episodes just because I think those are a lot of fun, the ones we've done. But yeah, uh, so
0: we, uh, for the future of here, we're going to probably talk uh, offline of the podcast and figure out exactly what we're going to do. Uh, what we've been building up for the whole time is the movie episode, but with a lot of our uh, recent, you know, life happenings and schedules uh it's been hard to to record sometimes um especially you know something as long as that so i think that when we get to the movie we'll have a special guest on and uh it'll be a longer podcast maybe broken out into two parts or something even um but we'll talk about that for next week or Yeah, I would say next week. We still plan on doing them once a week as much as we can.
1: I would say as much as possible, yeah. It might continue to be kind of difficult, but we'll do what we can.
0: And we'll try to keep everyone informed. But for the next week, I think we'll do an off... Well, not an off topic, but a non-SpongeBob SquarePants original episode. Uh, One thing that we were requested from one of our beloved Patreon subscribers is to do the Spongebob anime. There's like a new thing that a fan made. It's like 15 minutes long. I've stopped myself from watching it, uh, but we take that suggestion very seriously. So that's what I think we'll do is the Spongebob anime, uh, which is called uh, Supongebobu anime episode one the bubble bass arc right it's a youtube video it's about 15 minutes long uh that sounds really exciting so that's what we'll do
1: um
0: within the next few weeks you know we'll end up doing the season three retrospective i'm sure sure uh in the as we've done every season and maybe you know we'll stay on a an off topic bit for a little bit or something we'll figure it out we don't really have a plan right now uh, but we'll let everyone know. But stay tuned for next week.
1: Indeed, stay tuned, folks. I have been Alexander Beardsley, one half of your hosts. I am available on the internet at the name Ashton Waganda. That's at Ashton Waganda, A S H T O N W A G A N D H A. That is where you find me. I'm still working on music stuff, still doing this and that and uh, the other thing. So check it out. Maybe I'll be on the Discord or something.
0: Cool. I'm Zach Main, (laughs) Red underscore Zach. Uh, You can find me online under those names as well as Mystified. Uh, I might stream Fall Guys more since I'm playing it. I don't know. I'm really just playing it for fun. I think if there was any interest in it, I would. But, uh, otherwise it seems like, I don't know, streaming, unless I like, we like plan something like a special one, just regular streaming doesn't ever seem to work very well. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, send us a message through there or through stripesweaterproductions at gmail.com. Find our Patreon, patreon.com slash stripesweater, uh, this, that, and the other, (laughs) and that's it i mean that's the end of season three of spongebob it's been quite the ride it's been what over a year and a half now or yeah yeah of this podcast yeah yeah definitely um and it's been great to be able to do this so far so i hope you all have enjoyed listening to us talk about spongebob as we have uh telling you about it
1: yes thanks for listening fam we appreciate you lots. It's been a lot of fun.
0: Indeed. So then that's it.
1: That is the end of season three. Another, hu- down to this. Another huge obstacle.
0: So thanks again. And Gucci. Peace. Gooch.
3: Hello. I love you we